Hello and welcome to an episode of the War Report. I am your host Cyrus, joined by Quan. How you feeling, man? What, what's going on? Um, I'm feeling good, man. I'm feeling good. The feel, the uh, the feeling feels restored right now. Currently, versus Lox, the locks versus Dipset. If anybody knows me, I'm very much pro Dipset. I used to claim yeah. Dipset as the bar goes. <laughs> I still claim Dipset. Dipset 20-0. I don't even care what happens. Y'all hear this after the, the verses, but I got Dipset 20-0. Off the rip. Uh, man, I'll probably give them nine, nine, uh, 19-1. Depends if they play, we gonna make it or not. I don't, I don't know if uh, Dipset has any Does that Benjamins either, low-key. I don't know so, if they have any uh, Benjamins. I think that's the only song that could come to unless Dipset just pulls out like straight bullshit for like all twenty, which I think yeah. that's impossible. They, they but pull, you they pull it from the Christmas album, yeah. But you 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 know how verses go. You think this person shit for twenty? Uh... <laughs> oh, oh no nah, no, nah. uh, Cam and them they're built for this. This is exactly what they want. But uh, yeah. So uh, I mean, how how's the week been? It's just been uh, just a fun time, <laughs> just vibing. Man, the world of wrestling is is in disarray. There's so much going on. I'm trying to stay out of it. Luckily, you got forced out of it. Yeah. Uh, you <laughs> because, you, you talk to him. <laughs> uh, my 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 Twitter account got clipped uh not too long ago, and I was just like, well. Guess I'll just do something else. So uh, now all I do is that I just like scroll through the A Show uh, t- uh, Twitter account and go, hmm, and then close the app. Like I don't even, yeah. I, I don't even say shit anymore. Um, it's been freeing of the mind. <laughs> I, I still even haven't even sent the email for trying to get my account back. Honestly, you ain't that back, bro. They caught last time I got caught with a uh, DCMA. They like nah, bro. Uh, if I if I come back, I think the lessons that I learned is that like I'll never post a clip ever again. Like I'll never post a video. Yeah, it might be just be for the better. So, um, yeah, it's, uh, it, it's just gonna be straight regular memes. But I'm taking this time to really take a break from wrestling Twitter and just and if I and if I have to like remake my account, uh, I ain't talking about wrestling on that shit ever. Uh, <laughs> good idea. Smart move. Um. Uh, hey, t- t- Twitter done did me a favor. I'll probably just like make one to keep up like with world news and shit like that. But like everything else is just like, no, nah, I'm good. That, that's my problem with with Twitter about letting Twitter go because I'm one of those people who need to be in the know of everything that's happening right when they happen. I don't know why, but I just feel the need. But like, I still have things. But like, I still have like. The RNC group chat, or like, yeah, group, I, but uh, I'm like, just talking about in life. Like, if some shit happened, I want to know, like, immediately. Uh, you know what I mean? Like, uh, to, to, I don't want to. Uh, what is it? Instagram got me now. When they Man. sell me, uh, when they try to sell me overpriced t shirts, they'll be like, hey, the world's burning. Yeah. Uh, it's cool, man. And the ocean's on fire. <laughs> yeah. Is the so, ocean still on fire? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. It probably still is. Oh, that's, that's the horrible part about, like, uh, <laughs> news come and goes bro it shit just, just keeps on happening so fast bro <laughs> but yeah uh i've been forced out so it's cool um 
I think. What is it? I think I got like clip, clip from Twitter, and then I was just like, "Huh, I guess I'll just go out." And then I got like a tattoo. <laughs> yeah, I saw you over there. Uh, yeah, pat, patting it down. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, this shit's itchy. So, um, <laughs> I I think that's the worst part. Um, yeah. I paid a whole bunch of money to be itchy, but no, nah, man. Uh, life moves on. I'll. I don't know. Maybe I'll send the email tomorrow and see what happens. But it is yeah. what it is. Take your time, man. This is not the week to do this. Yeah. I, <laughs> there's a whole bunch of bullshit going on. Don't you like that the Zoom voice changed? Did it switch up? Yeah. Uh, oh, you must not have updated your... Uh... No, it, upgra- it, it updated. It updated? Okay. It, what did it sl- sound like before? It, uh... Like a more like it, it, European it, 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 sounding? It was more of a... This meeting is in progress. Oh, yeah, yeah. I didn't like that. And, and now it's just a, now you're recording. <laughs> so uh, uh, That's a little nice, man. Uh, all right, let's get into it. Um, all right, so let's get into In the Trenches, man. Uh, we, we've had a lot of... Uh, bustling news throughout the week mm-hmm. and i think the biggest one that you know everybody kind of like talked about already i think the dialogue about this has kind of just been exhausted at this point uh so i don't know if we could really add much to it but dominoes uh disavows uh aew's bloody pizza cutter spectacle on uh tnt uh this is nick gage uh slicing into jericho's head with a pizza cutter, and then going into picture and picture break, you see the nice dominoes cutting up that uh, that nice uh, <laughs> specialty pizza that you can get for seven ninety nines mix and match deal or whatever that me? shit is. And then Domino said, "Oh, that's not a good look." And watching this dynamite, there was not a single Domino's commercial. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't paying too much attention to uh the commercial, but I don't believe I saw one. I it like when it when it happened in real time, I did think it was funny. I didn't mention it yeah. on the podcast, but I was like, that's pretty funny that that happened. Yeah, but I could totally see Domino's being highly upset about that. That's just mm-hmm. it's not it's not a good look on their side, at least. Yeah. Um, but I don't want to shit on AW too much for this. Is it I mean like okay. like this is something they can learn from. You know what I mean? Like, maybe yeah. they should, hey, like, slow down a little bit, man. We don't need to do all these wild-ass spots. Like, there's a reason WWE doesn't do shit like this. Yeah. They got, sp- the, the, they got, for, they got sponsors, bro. We got for this For this exact reason. Yeah. This this is, like, like the reason why they don't want to do, uh, do no wild shit. Because, you know, you could kind of do whatever you want on the job, until your supervisor is like on your ass. And that's basically, you know, uh, AEW getting this like much traction for, you know, the Domino's thing. Now, whoever is up at TNT, you know, they're going, oh, that's not a good look. And now they're going to be like kind of looking at AEW with a microscope. So uh, that is just like something you don't want to do because they might want to go uh, a little more crazy, but they might like have 
they might want to be more tamed now that there's like eyes on their product. But like, I mean, it's fine. Uh, you know, ad spots come and go. I don't think either. Uh, I don't think Domino's is going to really lose any sleep. I don't like that people are acting like Domino's pizzas is trash because they didn't like this spot. That's why I was just like, all right, you little Caesar eaters. You nah, mother- Domino's, Domino's is trash, though. I ain't going to hold you. Domino's what? Is bad. You Domino's frick. Is bad. It's, you, it's not good. <laughs> you got damn nincompoop. <laughs> I like Domino's. So I'm not going to appreciate the slander. Nah. Also, it's just like, what does their quality of pizza have to do with like this distasteful spot? Yeah, it, it, there's no correlation to that. <laughs> it just, it, it's your Domino's ass. That's all that is. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> and then earlier, uh, or like, uh, yeah, earlier last week, there was a media call. Um, normally, these media calls have like been the real talking points of late. I don't remember media calls really being like, Shit that tore the TL down. Um, but <laughs> this big man answered a question from an investor saying that uh AEW seems to really be investing in their talent. How do you feel about that? And then Vince was kind of just like, I don't really care. <laughs> he pretty he, he to the, the layman's turn, he was just like, I don't know what they're doing over there. Which yeah, is, he's not lying. I'm sure he's not making that up to sound sound like he like better than them. I think he's just like I don't know what they're doing over there. Like they're we don't not. know their investments. We don't know what they're doing to advance their the growth. We don't know anything, and he's not yeah. wrong. We don't, we I, don't know anything. Yeah, and I don't think that guy did either. I don't know that that one dude sounded like a goddamn Mark, but he said that he doesn't see them as competition, same as WCW. And I I, I would say, you know, stuff like the pizza debacle coming like coming into fruition, literally like 20 minutes after he said that is kind of like clear why. Because, you you know, did you you see the rumor about uh, someone in WWE called over to Domino's or something like that? (laughs) A a sleeper agent. The the conspiracy. (laughs) WWE set him up. Well, like, uh. (laughs) I, I I think the uh, what they said was that um, they were like telling people to like do the story, and I was just like, oh, y'all really think WWE got that cho- uh, chokehold on the game like that? Hey. They kind of do, but like, was not, but, hey, but, but, like but not in like in the terms of the goddamn world. Um, but yeah, WWE knowing how to like skirt away from getting in trouble and getting into the public eye in this way um kind of makes them in a whole different league right now and then uh cardi b is a song for SummerSlam. there's levels to this shit <laughs> like, like for real like like if you think about where wwe was say 10 years ago compared to now if aew had happened 10 years ago i would see you know vince taking that more as a threat as mm-hmm. compared to now where WWE is at right now. It's, it's, it's bigger than, it's bigger than wrestling. They, they are genuinely an entertainment. Yeah. 
they're entertainment. They're not wrestling. They are. They are. It's bigger than rap, man. It's. It's. They are full on. They're trying to compete with ESPN, Disney, you know, HBO, whatever. That kind of. They're Mm -hmm. on that level at that this point. Or if they're not on that level, they're on their way there. Like rehabilitating that image from where they were from. 2010 or 2000 yeah. to where they are now. It's even though, even though that content is like what people like truly remember them for, they're trying, they're, they're trying to like skirt away from that, but like they're making money off it at the same time. And just, I don't know how you would think Vince would see AEW as a competition when they're in the red, uh, when AEW is in the red, and then they just got two two billion dollar deals in like two years. It's different money, man. It's different. It, it, it's, it's different. <laughs> and I don't know if, if uh, somebody that, uh, you know, not in the same tax bracket as me right now. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't, you're not on my level right now. AEW might get there one day where they're more, uh, I guess when they're more established and, you know, uh, they get better practices, period. Um, maybe they'll see that they, uh, they really weren't back then and they're in a better position that they are in, you know, whatever, like, uh, like, we'll see what happens, man. Y'all, y'all, y'all keep fighting the good fight. Bring the wrestling. Yeah. Don't forget, uh, before WrestleMania one, Vincent man, WWF was almost out of business. He put, he put, he put it all on the line for that. So like, yeah, any, anything can happen. Anything can change. No, Maybe uh, one day AEW does reach there. I don't, I don't think so. No time soon, at least, but you know, yeah, you never but, know. Uh, they're not competition right now. I don't see how they can be competition right now. Uh, so that is it for in the trenches, man. Uh, there wasn't really much else news unless you want to talk about Seamus getting married. <laughs> married he married a joint too. I ain't gonna hold you. I would, oh, you know what? Wow, okay. Hey yo, chill yeah. out. <laughs> hey, look, I, when I saw the picture, I was like, okay, okay, Seamus, this is going on. All right. Pale man, pale man. I was expecting I was expecting something much different than who he married. I don't I don't even want to know what you mean. <laughs> but, con- but congratulations to uh mr and mrs seamus o'shaughnessy i don't i don't know his full name but uh that, that was his old name before he uh went to the main roster he was seamus okay. o'shaughnessy oh that is a terrible name <laughs> <laughs> that, that's one of the um, few times where they shortened the name and it made so much of a difference mm-hmm. all right so let's get into aew homecoming they're back in daily's place so it should be fun tradition when you're done you leave your boots in the ring is that what we're seeing here it, I, hey wait a minute oh, no oh malachi black from behind black from behind spine first that that crutch and cody is really down emotionally physically now what is black going to do Is one evil bastard. Has he retired Cody Rhodes? All right, man. 
to start this show off, Juvito Guerrero versus Chris Jericho. What is this shit, man? <laughs> okay. This is not a this is not a start to dynamite. This is not uh this was a poor start. That would the, the first two thirds of that match were very, very awkward. I don't know if the timing was off, if moving to was nervous, if Jericho was gassed, if it was too hot outside. I don't know what the weather in Jackson. Probably was like probably a, a combination of all three. Yeah, but, but I, I will agree. Like this match kind of came together during the final stretch. Yeah. Uh, but the the <laughs> the first and second half, Jesus Christ, bro. Whew. They they said let's step into the second gear, and they nearly <laughs> crashed the car. It was <laughs> insanity. Um, this is another one of uh, MJF's uh, labors of Jericho, or whatever he's calling it. And Jericho has to win with a move off the top rope to uh, to seal it all. But he has to. I was confused. Did he just have to hit it and win, or did he, he have hit to hit it and get the pin? And it was just like, yes, he has yeah. to hit a high risk maneuver and pin him with the high risk maneuver. Yeah, right after that, no no move in between or breaks the count or something. I don't know. So yeah, they, they didn't explain it very well until the match started, which I thought was. I I kind of wish that it was just like a. He has to hit a top rope maneuver, and that's the win. And then Juve to Guerrero, who is moving way faster than Chris Jericho, would just, just side, uh, sidestep all his shit because they all look terrible. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, man, the match happens. Uh, Jericho hits a top rope Judas effect that looks ridiculous, and I thought it was really funny when Christian does the same thing later on the show and it looks much better, <laughs> much, much more crisp. I think that's, I think that was so fucked up for him to do. <laughs> but um, that's like, that's like one of Christian's moves though. He probably didn't even think about it. That's just one of his moves. He, oh, always does. he probably, he probably saw that. It was just like, Oh, I could do it so much better. Just to <laughs> rip Jericho. Uh, that, that that, that's what I, I, I think he would do something silly like that. He, he I would, would do that to Jericho. I would. Too. <laughs> um, Jericho gets the win uh, over Hoovy, and Wardlow beats up Jericho, beats up Hoovy, and Jericho will be going against Wardlow next. MJF, uh, the special guest with, referee. Yes, with the special guest referee, uh, Maxwell Jacob Friedman. And then I guess you – I just thought he was just kept going out of Aubrey Edwards just to be an asshole, but it, it, it was like to allude to – I'm gonna do the refereeing now. Yeah, and I could, I yeah, I could see Chris Jericho just knocking his ass out, and then just having a regular ref come in. <laughs> like, I thought that, I think they're gonna do the uh, the Stone Cold finish where Stone Cold knocked out. I think it was Vince, and then took Vince's hand and did the pin for himself. Mm-hmm. I can see that, but yeah, I mean, I guess Wardlow Jericho should be fine because uh, I don't know. Soon as soon as Warlord knocks him down and go for the cover, one pat on the floor, three. <laughs> if, if it were me, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, wrap it MJ, up, boy. J- MJF is very bad at stacking the odds for Jericho. <laughs> I, when I text you, I said I'd have him wrestle the whole Hardy family, one arm <laughs> tied behind his back. He can't do nothing, right? Uh, like, how has there not been a handicap match yet? Has AEW done a handicap match? Uh, no. But I think this would be the time to do so. Yeah, I think that'd be a good time to do it too. 
I'm surprised they haven't done one yet. That's probably one that we don't like remember. You know, but they might have did one. Maybe like a three on two or something. Yeah. Uh, oh no, Darby yeah. did one. I'm lying. Darby did one like. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> Man, that match did not matter to me. Against uh, those guys, we ain't seen in a minute. Oh, I don't even remember their name. All right, so <laughs> next match on the show, which was surprisingly really fun and great, I think I would have loved if this started this show. Uh, we got John Moxley, Eddie Kingston, and Darby Allen versus Danny Garcia and 2.0. And they these guys kind of look familiar. Mm. They kind of look like those around. dudes that ain't do shit in NXT. Uh, kind of look like those dudes that had that uh, that weird, like, I guess, Instagram show or whatever. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't even remember what platform it was on, but it was Everrise. And I was just like, damn, it, it, handshake deal? What, like, what is this? Like, why would you hire these guys as soon as fucking possible? I, they got a lot of friends back there. They, they got the, all those Shikara ties. They got uh, the, the Canadian. They got Dark Order. I think they probably oh, made yeah. a call. I think, I think Moxley probably fucks with them too. I think uh, someone made a call. Excalibur made the call, man. Yeah, probably Excalibur. I wouldn't even doubt it. Um, I I like 2.0 when they were in Chikara. They were never like big mainstays or like they were cool. I would thought they were fine. I, I, um, hey man, I know a lot of wrestling. I don't know jack shit about Chikara. <laughs> there all uh, there is this one Chikara show I want to watch though because uh, a wrestler that I really like wins their trios tournament, but I Who can't find the show. Uh, Cassandra Miyagi in a uh, in a team. I think it's like their show from 2016. Is like King of Trios something. Uh, so it's uh, way, way too deep. I don't know that. I don't know anything past like yeah. 2010 at Chikara. Yeah, so I don't. Uh, I can't find the show. But you ever uh, get a chance? Uh, watch the uh, the Colony. I always like the Colony. Uh, Orange Cassidy uh, and whoever else the hell was in it. Okay. Well, before uh, before before he was Orange Cassidy. Oh, interesting. I gotta I gotta check out uh the DVDs that you sent me. But uh, this match is all good, good and fun. Um, fun, fun match, a little all star team. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't think there. Uh, uh, I can't really say much. I don't think there's like much story implications going on here. It was just like a match to just sedate the people, just for yeah, just, John Moxley, just for them to sing Wild Thing. Yeah, just for the crowd to see Moxley one more time in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Um, if they would have put this on dark elevation, I wouldn't even have been shocked if they did that. Honestly, it was, it was one of, a, one of those. It was, it it was, was a dark elevate. It was a dark elevation match, and it could have been the best dark elevation match ever. Yeah, no, that would have been really. Um, it was fun. It was cool. Um, a lot of segments here, so we're gonna try to like go in depth but blitz through it at the same time. So Hangman Page leaves the Dark Order. Uh, dark Order uh, tries to go after Hangman. And Stu Grayson and Evil Uno just goes, let's give him his space. You know, like understanding parents. Uh, so they're going to give him the space. And then um, the Elite have a segment where they clown the Dark Order and they clown Hangman Page. And they kind of say that, oh, there's no challengers. And Dark Order lost their title shot uh, last week, but then they're just going to get a another title shot just for a different title so i'm just like <laughs> why'd you let why'd you let two sta- stipulations go off at once if you was just that, gonna give him a title shot the next week that whole promo was really strange and did you notice what everyone was, was 
It was terrible. Did you know what they were wearing? Uh, the Cookie Monster T. The I Cookie Monster that. shirt. Uh, uh, Doc Gallows had on a Ric Flair esque robe. Mm-hmm. Um, the Young Bucks had on Hawaiian shirts, a la uh, Bray Wyatt. Um, that was all the little mm-hmm. Easter eggs I caught. The deep storytelling here for a very terrible, terrible uh delivered promos that promo was terrible <laughs> oh did, oh a, a little easter egg that you forgot uh uh carl anderson's bunda ball 20, uh, 2012. 2012 times yeah man he wants to be al bundy so bad bro I, you know i i hated it at first i'm starting to, I'm, I'm going to like the 2012 gimmick he's doing it's kind of funny uh, uh, he, he definitely sounds like the guy who peaked in high school yeah, definitely. That's exactly what that's exactly what it sounds he's to me. The guy from your home, but I'm not laughing. But I'm not school. laughing. <laughs> um. So the elite clown hangman, and they kind of do their thing, and then for some reason later on the show, Hangman Page has the segment, and it kind of just results in Hangman just getting his ass kicked by the elite, yeah. featuring uh, Frankie Kazarian that just feels the need to. Oh, I'm here. Yeah. Yeah. Remember me, Lee Hunter. Uh, we in this bitch. Uh, uh, so they kind of just kick Hangman's ass and then keep it pushing. I thought I thought that was segment was really weird. It it was weird because they had like Dark Order come out and then like uh, Uno and um, Grayson like pushed them back. But like, yeah, they were just like, no, no, no. no. How do how do y'all get that far already? Like, why do you why do you yeah. stop them? <laughs> <laughs> hey man, uh, evil Wrestling. Uno not that fast. Um, Ooh, okay, all right. <laughs> all right then that's how we feel that's how we feel uh all i right. just thought the whole segment was odd um lee johnson versus miro for the tnt uh title match it's cool for miro to get some reps in i like I guess the smash was i right. not nothing to really rag home about i do like that at the end of the match miro didn't like put uh lee johnson in a accolade or something like that and then Dustin breaks it up, setting up for a feud between them two. Ew. I really thought that I really thought that that was gonna happen uh, when Dustin started getting really close to the ring. It started like getting in. I was just like, please do not start this feud, bro. That's no one no smoke. Yeah. De- How do you feel about the uh, the God's favorite champion or God's champion gimmick? I'm fucking with it. Um. I, I mean, I don't hate it. I'm fucking with it, bro. It's just, it's just that, um, like, this is not AEW's fault. Because it's, it's really not. Um, religion, I don't play with that. <laughs> not, not that like I am like a super religious person or whatever, but like I can see people just being like, "Oh, that's really disrespectful," or blah blah blah. And I think that conversation is really annoying. So like, yeah, I don't like bother. Fair. I don't really like bother. With like the religious gimmick, so I don't know. It, it, it's te- it, it's testing the waters that I don't care for, but like I don't want to hear the conversation. It's a weird space, but it's not AEW's fault. It's society's fault. Society. Uh, but yeah, I, I would just like to see Miro just get some more reps in. Honestly, I'm surprised we didn't see Kip Sabian at the end of this. Uh, I thought that's what they were kind of just like saving him for. Yeah. I'll be uh, drop that all together. I don't really want to see Miro versus Kip Sabian, if, if, to be honest. At, with at, you. at this point, I, I don't really want to. Is Kip Sabian okay? I'm very. I I was hoping you would tell me 
because you know when people are injured and when they're not. <laughs> I, bro, he's been gone for a long. When does that yeah, happen? And, and then Penelope Ford is back. She's on so, TV. Penelope's been on on dark yeah. for like the last like two months. So uh, I don't really know what's going on. Um, next match we got uh, we got Christian Cage uh, fighting the Blade. I thought this match was really cool. I think we both we both like the Blade. I think the Blade is really cool. Really, uh, Butcher and Blade, man. Yeah, I, I think they're two incredible talent, very useful talent. Uh, they had a good look. Yeah, good look. Like they, not in a disrespectful they, way, but I think they look great terrifying. Hands. Yeah, yeah, they're cool. They do look terrifying. Uh, hopefully, <laughs> like if, I, uh, if I saw the butcher on the streets and they wanted to fight me, man. no, <laughs> grab the fire. Um, <laughs> so Christian Cage wins. I thought the match was really, really great. And then later on in the show. <laughs> heavy allusions to uh facing kenny omega in the future since hangman page uh dropped the ball uh also no jungle boy for the assist not him coming ringside so i think they're done with that (laughs) and the push for jungle boy ends (laughs) once again so you're still kind of feeding with the hardy family it seems like so uh, surprisingly it didn't come out Hmm. hey man can't say I didn't call it. And then for our main event, if we could call it that, uh, Malachi Black versus Cody. The right man won, so that was great. But this match never got into its second year. Which I, don't, I think was by design. I don't think they wanted to. I think they wanted to make it decisive as possible and just – it literally like two moments. It was the table spot and then the kick, and that was it. Yeah, it, it was like a flash finish. So that was a, a definitive, you know, squash. Obviously, I like as of right now, I'm not going to say that. Oh, I think like Alter like is like washed or whatever. You know, he ain't got it no more. Because like you can't really like say anything about uh or really tell what's really going. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing to critique in this match, honestly, except like the Codyisms. Uh. What is it? Uh, Al- Alistair Black knocks him in and he falls into a table. And then that's kind of just what leads into the finish. I mean, it is what it is. The match is over. Uh, Malachi Black wins. And then what should be a big moment for Al- uh, Malachi Black, it just becomes a big moment for Cody because we can't let those breathe. And then Cody cuts his promo. Uh, Booey hooey. Uh, they fired <laughs> me. And then uh, I started this company. And Oh man, you know, we 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 bet it on ourselves and oh we are the competition. And I was like, nigga, please. Uh the segment was very whatever. I thought the only thing that was really interesting in his little spiel was that he did kind of admit to the infighting amongst uh EVPs that I've been told wasn't happening. And it was just like, come on, guys. It, it was fucking as clear as day that 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 like that was gonna happen. And honestly, I think the whole post match speech, you could have just had a mat like a match with that time and let that be the shit that happens off camera, and then still do the angle off camera. Because boy, I did not care. And you gained a little uh, bit of booze too, on the low, uh, a little bit, a little bit. I I honestly. After he said, we are the competition, I, I said, yeah, I'm good, man. I'm off this. I'm tired of listening to this. And then Malachi Black, uh, well, Cody starts to untie his shoe, uh, saying that basically putting the boots up 
and then Malachi Black stops him. I don't Why would you, you stop him? So I ain't done with you, nigga. <laughs> Why just just let finish so he, him, bro? He said he want to finish. Do you want to do it? He said I'm I'm a I'm a I'm a. I'm a you didn't give me on your time. You're gonna be on my time when you retire, nigga. <laughs> That's what he said. Word yeah. for word. And how do you feel the, about uh, how ahead. do you feel about the uh, the entrance? The entrance I, that's by far the best entrance I've ever seen AEW do. Um, that shit was hard. I think I think Sting's is better. Sting Dude. or Darby is better. Better when Darby came out uh came out in the body bag. Nah. That shit was way hard. Nah. What is it? What, what is Alistair Black's entrance? It's like all the lights are off. And that's he just takes fire his mask though. off. That's just no fire with no like with lackluster music. The music that doesn't make an impact at all. I don't care about the music at AEW. You can't hear that shit anyway. <laughs> that's a that's a problem <laughs> you, in itself. You can't you can't even hear that's it. another that's another problem. Oh, we're talking about oh, sound, yeah, sound oh, issues. But but you know what? When Cody music come on, I know it. <laughs> like uh yeah, I don't know. I, I I didn't really feel anything for the entrance because it was just dark, and he took his bone mask off, and I was just like, oh, okay. Well, Interest like is whatever. <laughs> they didn't even give my man a smoke machine, bro. He had the smoke. Know. He had the smoke in the tunnel. That's it. That's all you needed. It was very, very similar to the entrance he had on the SmackDown before he got released. Very, besides, except in, on SmackDown, there was no music when he came out, but... It was very similar. So I'm a, I, it seems like he's really keeping a lot of that character that he had from SmackDown from WWE. It's, it's, he, it's, he is for sure creating his uh, uh, Tommy N cinematic universe. <laughs> exactly. So uh, yeah, I mean, interest is whatever to me. I, I wasn't really impressed or by it or anything. Like, not there was really not a lot of critique there because you know I didn't really hear the music and it was kind of just dark. And then he took a mask off. That's about it. <laughs> and then uh, for the quick hits, I don't know why Andrade is so obsessed with uh, Death Triangle, but he is getting multiple segments on the show to just be like, I want to work with Death Triangle. Just just have a custody for a Death Triangle match, bro. <laughs> just fight Pac for him. Love, love, her, love them or lose them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just do it. Uh, oh, sorry, I put that in the wrong side. Um, Britt Baker and um, Red Velvet—they're gonna have a match on uh, the first rampage. Should be cool. Um, that should be an event. <laughs> it's in Britt's hometown. I would, I would, I would have that main event. Uh, sure. Um. Like you want them to push the women or not? I'll give them credit. They gave the women two segments tonight. Two. Sure, man. I'll, I'll give them a little credit tonight. I'll, I'll, I'll give I'll give them a little bit of credit. They gave, okay. two, they gave me two segments of women. That's all I really asked for. Okay. Okay. That's fine. Um, <laughs> red Red Velvet let lets yeah. off a, uh lets off a crazy stat, saying that she is like twenty six and six with seven wins uh, on a seven win streak. See them all. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, another person that went through the crazy 88 on Elevation <laughs> and Dark. Uh, and I like that she said that Britt Baker uh, basically beat her when she was this enhancement talent. And then, you know, she's kind of just beating people up on Dark and Elevation that are just enhancement talent. 
but that's neither here nor there. Uh, I thought the promos between them were really, really good. It kind of got weird at the end, but it was fine. I like the I like the segment. Yeah, it's cool. I'm happy. I'm just happy. Some different women are getting on on TV. Yeah, I I, I thought this was going to be the rumored signee that was gonna uh, come out. So I'm glad it wasn't. Uh, the, Ruby Riot. The rumor? Oh, that's right. Okay, I did see that. That's, that's correct. So, I, look, man. I hope. I hope. Uh, I'd rather Ruby probably go to Impact, but I would I'd, I would prefer if like a lot of the women just go to Impact because they do stuff with them on there. Yeah, I want to <laughs> see Ruby side. I've always liked Ruby. It seems like everybody backstage really liked Ruby. So yeah, I, I want. Oh man, that post that I think Bailey made when yeah. Ruby got released, I was just like, damn, she was like the nicest person on the in the universe. Yeah. Right? I really want. I I want to see her do good. Yeah, we, we need a Ruby. We all need a Ruby Ryan in our lives. Uh, FTR's Wheeler is down. We kind of get into some insight on what happened on the debacle last week between them and Pride and Powerful. And it seems that he hit the turnbuckle and then the turn, like, buckle Ripped hook. Him. Yeah, like, like hook, slight, yeah. Uh, hooked his uh, forearm. Ooh, so scary. that's really that's bad. Scary. That's scary. Um, yeah, very very scary. Um, hopefully Shout those to, are... uh, Pride and Powerful and um mm-hmm. and, and Wilder for finishing the match because that might have had me rattled if I had seen that. I was like, oh no! <laughs> well, you could up. tell you could tell they were rattled by the way that match finished. It was just like, yeah. oh, we got to get out of here. Yeah, we we got to get my man some medical attention. Uh, so I guess the feud is kind of on pause for now. Also, uh, just talking about um, LAX and FTR. I don't really like that the Bucks said that, oh, we don't have any teams lined up next. But these dudes basically just had a number one contender match last week. Yeah. So uh, that was a little odd. Hey, man, it is what it is. <laughs> uh, Lance Archer is going to pay for what he did to that MMA guy that was on the show a couple weeks ago. And I don't know. He says he's going to bring some backup. I have no idea who he plans on bringing. Uh, yeah, seen uh, what's his name, Dan Lambert come back. Mm-hmm. That's uh, his name. I yeah, uh, I don't know who the backup could be. I don't, I'll be honest, I don't know much about Dan Lambert. I know he's an MLW, correct? Like he, he kind of fucks with them. I think I'm probably wrong. I'm sure someone listening if, knows. Uh, the the only him. the only MLW guy I know currently is Tom Lawler, and if they're going to bring Tom Lawler to fight Archer, <laughs> or, or the Archer other Uso, Tower, uh, uh, Archer towers over that dude, so that should be a funny match. What about uh, the other Uso? The third he, bring, he, he ain't bring the other Uso. He he ain't an MMA guy. Uh, okay, Tom Lawler is an MMA guy. I don't know who Tom Lawler is either. He's a, uh, he's a little MMA dude. Uh, he had a match against Walter at Bloodsport. Walter beat his ass, but it was pretty cool. As he should. Um, and then Layla Hirsch and Ali have a match for a number one contendership for the NWA women's title. And this match is stinky, but Layla Hirsch wins, and she'll be uh, facing Kam- uh, Camilla Brickhouse. Woo! Uh, <laughs> what a woman. Hey. A tall glass of water over there. A tall, a tall brolic glass of water. <laughs> it makes Layla Hirsch looks uh, look like my mom. Uh, 
it's not a match I'll be looking uh, looking towards. So that is it for AEW. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you what though, Camille got the follow on Instagram immediately for me. Oh, what you mean? I've been tapped in. Oh, uh, okay. See, you you don't be telling me since the first since the first episode of uh, uh what is it? Um, MLW I saw. Mm. I say yeah. Well, fuck. <laughs> um, yeah with all that said uh, we can get into NXT hey Joe you quit your job because you think you can make a change around here you can't control this place you put it dead and you can't now so tell me something Joe who provoked who So this episode of NXT sucks. <laughs> I uh, I'm looking at the docket right now, and there's literally only two things of note on this show. And I think they're. I guess I'll give it the give them the benefit of the doubt. They don't want to do nothing crazy because they're like they're on fi- sci-fi, and then they'll just be back on the USA Network next week. But I do think this kind of like fucks with the build towards the takeover, because. As we all know, NXT is going to get plucked. And, oh, a matter of time. Yeah. So, them kind of taking their sweet time to kind of get shit together. I get it. Like, you know, the Olympics. So, you know, you don't want to do nothing crazy. But, like, man, they didn't do jack shit this episode. Are people watching the Olympics? I mean, I was at the barbershop earlier today. We are all watching uh, Team Pursuit. Uh, questioning the rules of this game. <laughs> we was watching, uh, what is it? The women's like water handball thing. I think, uh, yeah, man, people watching the Olympics. <laughs> I don't even, I don't even know how to watch it. I don't know when stuff's on USA, when stuff's on Peacock, when stuff's oh. on NBC. It's all over the place. I don't know what where to go. It's a mess, man. All I know is once everything is over, probably like a week later, everything is going to be available on Peacock. Um, I know women's like skateboarding, but like vert is happening later today or already happened. But you know, mm. I I was watching NXT, so um, it was and I took like a nap before that. So like I'll see it when I see it. Knowing that Peacock kind of has like everything kind of laid out, 
like yeah. I watched like just in I just had it in the background. I like watch all of like the preliminary uh, preliminary matches for table tennis. Or tabletop love, tennis, whatever. And that oh, shit was I love, nuts. I love that. <laughs> that shit is out. Like, that shit be heavy hype. Insanity. Uh, and I'm sure, I think the men's skateboarding stuff is already like up there. But I like watching all the weird sports, man. Um, I, I was watching uh, fencing, too. But, sorry, NXT is so boring. We're talking about the Olympics. <laughs> We're talking about fencing. Um, but, yeah, these taped episodes, man, they're rough. I'll be, they're there. I don't like tape wrestling in general. It's like when the show is regularly live, I don't just the feel of it. It always feels like the energy is just not there. Like, but yeah. I, I remember like this is one of the first episodes of NXT in a long time where I was like looking at the clock, like is this about to be over. Like, oh <laughs> yeah, I was, like, it's literally over? <laughs> every match, every vignette, I was just like, damn, it is only eight <laughs> fifty. That's literally the, the whole time. I like, like I, I was just like, dog, I am waiting for this to be over. And I'm filling out the docket for the show. And I'm just like, that's not important. I can't go long on that because I just don't care. Yeah. So uh, just the, the one thing that we got going on here, Cameron Grimes and LA Knight have a match versus GYV. Uh, Cameron Grimes and uh, LA Knight are just like, you got my back. Uh, yeah, like more or less, they were just like giving false confidence or just a uh, confidence that like they'll be there for each other because they both want to squeeze out the win and in the match cameron grimes is getting beat up uh grizzly young veterans is getting heat and then la uh grimes goes for the hot tag and knight just walks away Real he said, I, I don't get my hands dirty and i was like dog this nigga's an asshole and i think would have been would have been crazy is that like I don't know. Maybe it would have like hurt GYV, but like Cameron Grimes actually squeaks it out, and then like uh, LA Knight just like tags himself in after he does all the work, and then like pins them or whatever. Like I, I thought that's how the match was gonna go, but then I looked back at my phone, and he just wasn't on the screen anymore. <laughs> like he wasn't even in the corner. So uh, Grizzly on veterans just take their time, just beating the hell out of Grimes, and they. Uh, they pull out the win, and then T- uh, Ted DiBiase comes out and just tell Grimes, like, all right, man, <laughs> you did what you – you're a man of your word, but we got to get you out of here. <laughs> yeah, why was Ted DiBiase there? Is he just chilling backstage? Hey, man, you remember we were talking about it before, uh, I think, like, a couple episodes ago. Ted DiBiase was just like, hey, man, if they want to have me around, just call me. You know what <laughs> I mean? I ain't doing shit. Yeah, Paul said, oh, worm? <laughs> That man, uh, a line blowing up. So, I, I I think it's nice that he's still a part of it, and you know they didn't just like it. It just wasn't for this one moment. So I think that's yeah. really really great. We'll see what Grimes does to get himself out of here. Maybe he tr- uh, there's a fight for my freedom match at uh, NXT Takeover. <laughs> I don't know why I thought you ever, remember that um that Family Guy clip. We're like you're talking about when uh, the, the the slaves got freed and the, and the slave owner was like, "Here, there you go." <laughs> just left. Oh him. yeah, like, here it comes up. Like, where are we going? Imagine, like, yeah. <laughs> I can just imagine like after the match, he's just like, "Okay," <laughs> and then that's it. I don't I don't know yeah. why that popped in my head, but I mean, where else can they go with it? They have. To, I I do know this much. When you know, Grimes finally puts his hands on LA Knight, the pop should be 
you know, it should be something special. That could uh, be fun when that. I, I sure hope so. The CWC has uh, got some questionable folks. They are weird, man. They've been like sitting on their hands. It's so weird. Like why? No, like why are you like there if you hate no, it so much? So, it's, so, <laughs> it's so strange. It's like they're forced to be there or something. Did it up. Uh, and then for our, our main event, we have the love her or lose her match: Johnny Gargano versus uh, Dexter Loomis. I thought the match was very, very fine, just with a couple like weird spots because they have to do the drama. And uh, I think. I think my favorite, the drama, was uh, Gargano coming out and then just yelling at Beth Phoenix. <laughs> yeah, he's like, it's your fault. He's like, stop yelling at me. <laughs> See, this is my thing with like dramatics and wrestling. Most of the time, I think it's very corny. And in this instance, I'm okay with it being corny because this whole storyline is corny. It's supposed mm-hmm. to be corny. But compared to when like Cody does it, no. it's like, Okay, I, I got rolling my eyes at it. You know what I mean? Because it's supposed to be taken serious. Because the I drama can't. that because the dramas that's there is something that we've seen all the time, which is blood. Yeah. Um, this is kind of just like a different thing. Like this is some like yelling shit. Yeah, like yelling at the Beth Phoenix. I thought that was really nice. And then also the <laughs> I think it's more silly than like, you know, grandiose or whatever, when like Loomis like caressed her face. Yeah, for the for the, uh, the, for the rope, rope break. break. Yeah, <laughs> I think a freak. Yeah, it, 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 the straight the straight to move on. I feel him, bro. What you mean? But um, Johnny Gargano wins the match, and Loomis loses her, and then Andy just goes, "Nah, fuck that," and then go hops on the man. Rattle that man. Shout to Loomis. She was str- she saddled that. I was sick. <laughs> Riding him like sea biscuit, man. This shit is re- this shit is ridiculous. And uh, I mean, I know people can really be upset about this stipulation, or you know, like the result of like Jordan Gargano doing all that work just for Indy Hartwell to just do what she wants anyway. Hey man, haven't you done that shit in your life where people told you don't do that and you just did it anyway? That's the most rebellious teenage daughter thing you could possibly do. I think in in this story, like with with this with the faction that is basically a family, like come on, guys, that makes perfect sense. That I I really really hope people aren't like upset about this because it was just like come on, bro, just read the the lines are like just read it, bro. There's things to be upset about on this show, and this is not one of those things. Yeah. <laughs> We're just being realistic about the whole thing. And then uh, the rest of the episode of NXT, man, all this shit is quick hits, man. Well, uh, there's a whole bunch of vignettes and just, like, matches that didn't really mean shit to me. Uh, so we got Elgato Del Fantasma versus Hit Row. The match was fine until there's just a disqualification, most likely to just, like, pad this out because, nigga, we're on sci-fi. Who cares? I'm not. Um, I'm not mad about the disqualification because I've said this before. NXT doesn't do disqualifications a lot, mm-hmm. so when they do them, I feel like it's not that big of a deal. They don't rely on it like Raw does. Yeah. Um, they snatched that boy grill out of his mouth. First of all, that's Dog. unsanitary. Yeah. One that's disgusting. Crazy. Two, that is hilarious that he like <laughs> just took it out and then put it in his pocket. He yanked that joint out like 
he did he did swerve a favor. I'm gonna be honest with you. I hate that grill. That grill is it ain't it. I hope I hope they just did that so he could get a new one later. Cause if Santos is if they both all went backstage and Santos like pulled out of the bucket, it was just like hey go. man, you're having that. <laughs> Nigga, no. <laughs> nah, it probably he, got it probably got bent up a little bit. You think uh, Top Dollar though, Johnny Dang? That's probably what happened. He said, "Yo, he like swear back. I got a guy, bro. We ain't got to do it like this." He he that- he gonna he he gonna uh, take him to Houston and hook him up with a real one. Yeah, you gonna see Paul Wall. Hey man, that shit. If he comes out with a new and better grill, I'd be like, "All right, I'm fucking with, like I'm oh, fucking yeah. with Hero uh, a ten ten thousand times more right now." <laughs> uh, and then you know, I thought it was really cool when B Fab kind of uh, came. Uh, came for the save. I thought that was really nice, but like the rest of the segment, I was just like, whatever. Fine um, match. Rich Holland returns. He has a match against uh, Yikim and Jiro, which whatever. Beat uh, that man ass. Yeah, he basically he just uh, it was a it was a squash match. He just beat that man ass, and then later on, Pete Dunn just comes out and says, "I'm Batman." <laughs> and and know, he. Uh, Rich got them heat for taking off Ikemanjero's uh, jacket. Loki, I like that. I, I like that. I, feel, I like that. <laughs> I, I feel like that should be like a DQ, like when you take a, a, a <laughs> mask off. You shouldn't be able to take off uh, Jiro's mm-hmm. jacket. I think it's that's. Foul. I mean, it, I mean, it uh, d- depends where you are, but AEW they be taking off uh, Ray Phoenix shit all the time, and then no, that's right? it. that'd be the I finish. Never, I never seen a wrestler get unmasked more than Ray Phoenix in my life. That nigga stay no. unmasked. <laughs> I've seen I've seen that nigga face it full like eighty times already, bro. Just take it off at this point. Yeah, like that ridiculous. It just flies off like a shoe. But um, <laughs> yeah, you know the usual Pete Dunn promo, like you know I'm a real bad man, and then you know he's not doing shit else on the show. Nope. Um, Dakota Kai has an explanation for why she turned on Raquel Gonzalez, and then I was just thinking, dog, who cares? They should have saved that for the next let, let Just let the few crack. I mean, does it have to be spelled out? Yeah, it, it seemed pretty obvious. You know what I mean? But I get it. They had time to kill, I guess. Um, I kind of wish that it wasn't pre-taped. I wish she would have, like, came out and actually said yeah, that. Yeah, that, that one, like, because... next week, I wish they would just came out and just said it, like, hey. Yeah. That, that would have been way more fire. Like, if they... If they if I if this had to be on the show, I would have like voted to like, you know, uh, do it live because the Pete Dunn shit could have been pre-taped. Because who the fuck like who cares? Yeah, uh, I know you wanted to talk about this. This is something serious to you. Um, the Zoe Stark and El Shirai segment, which I will agree. What were y'all boys thinking back there? <laughs> this I'm I'm willing to put this in one of the worst segments of the year category. It's that bad. There's for, so many for, th- like for NXT, <laughs> th- there's things that waste time. I'm fine with that, but this one was just like uh you know a, a neck rubber. Just uh hey man, what's going on here? <laughs> there, there there were so many white woman microaggressions in this one promo. <laughs> In like five minutes. <laughs> First off, off the rip, EO was kind enough to take you out to go eat some Japanese cuisines, her, sharing her culture with you, you, you fucking colonizer. You had the audacity to make a face at the food, toss the food over your head, and then, to make it worse, she's having a, a good old, t- like, Cyrus, we niggas, right? 
So you know when you when you in an area where you only see, you know, uh, another nigga is a bunch of other you know white folk. You got you got y'all got that mutual respect. Y'all understand yeah. it. Y'all have okay. to know each other. You know. So let me finish. Okay. 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 And then, so they're having a, you know the waitress and EO are having a nice little convo, whatever, chatted up, talking about the weather. Who knows what they're it, talking it, about in their native that. language, in their native tongue. And then uh, homegirl Zoe had the audacity. Do y'all two know each other, nigga? You think we all know each other? Look. Who wrote this shit, man? Who wrote this this shit? This this is the one tone dead. This is some tone. How did EO even okay this? I don't, like, I'm just. What? My my thing is, is that, like. They're trying to give Zoe Stark character. Like they are struggling to do so. Like I've never, I've never seen some like somebody so talented, but like so boring. It's very bland. Like very vanilla. What are they? What are they doing? And what's crazy is that they're trying to do the you know tag team, but we don't really like each other thing the red flags was going cra- like the red flags was going crazy on this whole segment and i say i think it would really start when io shirai starts speaking japanese to the uh to the waitress and then zoe stark makes a face and i was yeah. like oh no 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 this is not this is not where i want this to go um, oh my god what is this woman's character bro a racist clearly something like, oblivious ignorant like just silly stuff and i know i know it's not zoe stark's fault no this is not this is whoever came up with this but whoever came up with this dog this this segment was insanity how did this go through this is a tape show so how does this even go through like all the proper channels and no one thought hey man this kind of looks bad (laughs) this does not make zoe stark look good at all it doesn't and i'm just like when they when Io Shirai and Zoe start get to the point where they're like gonna because you know whenever they like don't like each other they eventually come to a mutual respect later. I'm very curious what that mutual respect is gonna be. You can't even respect my tradition, my culture. I on, you can't respect sushi. Nigga, she looked at sushi like it was a foreign, like she never seen that in her life. She was like, What is that green stuff? You ain't never seen yeah. wasabi before. Um come on, dog. I the lady said uh, the waitress said that she was from Kansas City or like Kansas. Yeah, is Zoe Stark from there as well? Because she made a face. Hold on, I'm gonna I search. She might really, be. didn't she like from really... Alaska or something? Didn't we look this up? Didn't she like from Alaska or some weird ass state? Uh, like Wyoming. Oh, she's from Utah. Oh, Utah. Some weird. I did some weird ass fucking state. You know what? Actually, this makes sense then. She wouldn't know anything about. No, Japanese. no, fuck that. There's you. I know there's sushi in Utah. No sushi in Utah. Come on, man. Uh, we're from Utah, exactly. Oh, just Utah, Utah, I guess. Utah, um, Utah? Uh, what is it? Uh, Wikipedia not going to tell me. But that segment was insanity, and I I, I hope they, I, I hope NXT gets it together uh, when they're back live next week, because this show stinks. <laughs> and I really hope that uh, 
AEW can come correct uh, this week because this is a very easy show to beat. <laughs> as long as uh, as long as they don't uh, do some crazy bullshit, which uh, they do, um, I do it. It is what it is. Also, uh, I put it on the wrong part of the dock, but uh, breakout tournament stuff. Trey Baxter beats Joe Gracie. Um, I don't care. Shout for out to Budget Murphy. Yeah, but shout out to Budget Murphy. All right, so that is it from us. You can follow Quan on Twitter at the Comeback Spot. <laughs> you can follow the A Show on Twitter at the A Show RNC. You can subscribe to us on Patreon. We'll be talking about an insane six-man tag that took place in WCW. I mean, uh, ECW. Sorry, I keep getting those two mixed up, and they're nowhere near the same uh, at all. It's a very fun uh, six-man tag that me and Quan talk about, and some other topics over at the Patreon. You just uh, get a little more bang for your buck. Uh, you get episode, uh, you get shows like Spot Callers, Legendary Runs, The Rewriters Room, uh, Evasion Diaries, all great stuff happening uh, over on the Patreon. And you get episodes of The War Report early. So you get the episode early and some extra more content. Uh, so tap into that. Uh, Quan, any, oh, wait, no, it's my turn to pick the show. Uh, this is your turn to pick. Okay, I'll, I'll I'll figure out a show to pick, but do you know which pay-per-view you want to do this week? You want to go AEW or you want to go NXT again? I think it's fair we go AEW. Okay, so we already did All Out 2018. We did All In. Uh, you want to do All In 2018? We, we did All In already. Were there two oh, All Ins? My fault. Uh... Yes, they there are, but sorry, I. What I was the first? Was, what was the first debut they did? The first, the first show what, is what called. When Mo, Moxie debuted. Oh, um, ooh, I think that might have been uh, all in twenty nineteen. So there was two all ins. I don't even know. Yeah. I'm... Okay, we that would double watch... or no, that would double or nothing. That would definitely. Oh, it was double enough. They remember the poker chip. That could ah, be all in. True. Too, yeah, they're all casino themed. <laughs> all right, so we're gonna figure that out. We're gonna rewatch that and kind of give our takes on it. I think it would be cool to see, uh, you know, just a uh, just a flash of the past, even though it wasn't really that long ago. So we'll be doing that later on this month, and you can catch that discussion on Patreon. Um, and with all that said, see you guys next week.